Hello, welcome to EQ Hacks, the show that offers busy leaders like you bite-sized power moves to boost your emotional intelligence. I'm Celine Teo. I'm Agnes Lee. We're Stanford-trained MBAs and executive coaches coming to you from Silicon Valley, California. This is the second part of our interview with Ed Batista, a prominent coach in Silicon Valley who works with tech company CEOs and leaders in various fields from investing to law. He's a lecturer at the Stanford Graduate School of Business, teaches a course called The Art of Self-Coaching, which helps professionals be more intentional in managing their growth and development. And he has also taught Interpersonal Dynamics, or touchy-feely, the school's most popular elective. In today's episode, Ed tells us about the M-E-S-S hack, MESS, or Mindfulness, Exercise, Sleep, and Stress Reduction, for building capacity for emotional regulation so you can respond intentionally to emotions rather than just react to them. Coming up, the second part of our interview with Ed Batista, speaking with my podcast partner and your host, Agnes Lee. Over time, we've got to build our capacity for emotion regulation. And there are some just foundational practices that enable us to do this. I am not a fan of cheesy acronyms. I rarely use them, but there's one that has sort of, I think, some value to me, this idea of getting messy, M-E-S-S, engaging in some type of mindfulness practice. And meditation is a, a particularly useful tool in that process. Meditation is not for everybody. And I think um, it's important to also bear in mind, meditation is not going to be a uh, sort of a shortcut to a state of bliss or some kind of break. Meditation is really a, from my perspective, it's a practice in attention management, noticing where our attention is going and, and cultivating the ability to direct our attention more deliberately. E in mess is for exercise. Getting some kind of regular physical activity allows us to be more attuned to the physiological signs of emotion, including the sense of, oh, I'm, I'm feeling urgent. I'm feeling some urgency. I've got to rush through this experience. S for sleep. When we are well-rested, we are so much more capable of regulating our emotions. There's a a ton. I mean, there's many, many benefits to being well-rested, but that is one of the most important ones. And finally, S for stress reduction, by which I mean not necessarily uh, avoiding distressing circumstances. That's not the case that we have to, or or even should aspire to, a sort of stress-free life. That's I think that we'd actually, we'd miss a lot of excitement if that were the case. However, there is also a lot of research on the impact of low levels of chronic stress. And that can take anything from an unpleasant commute, which of course is on a lot of people's minds as they consider returning to the office, disturbing noises that that make it difficult for us to stay focused. When we experience low levels of chronic stress, again, our capacity for emotion regulation is substantially diminished. So if we're in some cases, we're able to identify those sources of chronic stress and and shift our experience quite significantly. I'll just, when I used to commute back from Stanford to San Francisco on a more regular basis, I essentially had a choice of two routes. And one was a, a shorter trip, but much more stressful, lots of traffic, lots of just much more uh, chaotic. And the other longer route probably took about 15 minutes longer. It took me out to Ocean Beach, this beautiful stretch, this beautiful drive, beautiful view of San Francisco. And I, I realized, oh, if I just take the longer route, take 50 more minutes, experience much less stress. And then I arrive home in a much better state of mind. Also very connected to, to this overarching idea, the impulse to hurry is a signal to slow down. Because if I felt like, oh, I have to get home in the 
in the most economical way, I've got to be very time efficient. That actually, you know, was rarely true and only contributed to me arriving at home in a great, it, it, feeling more stressed and less able to connect with AV in a, in a fruitful way. So even just saying, hey, the, the extra 15 minutes is actually going to be a bonus. It's less, quote, economical, less efficient, but it's a much better use of my time. Thank you so much for sharing this story. I think a lot of people could relate. And I love that you shared not only how leaders in a moment, right, can be cognizant. Wow, I'm, I have the impulse to hurry. And how can I reframe myself? How can I manage myself in the moment? How can I challenge some of the assumptions? How can I check with my body? And also the capability to, or the practice, long-term practice to build capability, right, around, mm-hmm. and I love the, the I thank you for sharing the acronym of MESSI that helps to think yeah. about the things that are important. And yeah, as I know you and the, the work that you do, it's is that being able to problem the things that are happening in the moment for someone, but also you, I know that you feel so strongly about building people's capability and supporting them around that. Ed, like recognizing this is, this is very much an organic process that it's rooted in our commitment to practices that have an impact on us physiologically, obviously exercise, but also meditation. Other forms of mindfulness are the research that I'm familiar with suggests that with basically eight weeks of consistent meditation, say 10 minutes a day, that's where we start to observe measurable differences in brain structures and neural networks. So there's a there's an organic basis to all of this. It's not just an intellectual dynamic. I'd, I'd add a, a theme in my practice over the last year has been helping leaders deliver bad news. I've had to talk to so many leaders over the past year who had to either, in some cases, conduct layoffs, in other cases, report disappointing business results. And those conversations are really hard. Mm. Uh, leaders feel extraordinarily responsible. They feel a sense of failure. Emotions are, are charged. And in those uh, contexts, this is where I think this mantra, the impulse to hurry as a signal to slow down, can be so useful. Because if a leader just tries to rush through a difficult um, experience like that, if they feel a sense of urgency to kind of get it over with, mm-hmm. they're probably going to be a lot less deliberate and thoughtful about how they express themselves. But they're also going to miss the opportunity to help other people navigate through their own feelings that are coming up in that context. It's not just slowing down to, to influence ourselves. It's also about slowing down to make room for other people and their responses. Because in many cases, when you're delivering bad news to somebody, they're going to have a strong response. And as a leader, you, you've got to, uh, and you know, uh, as a leader, you've got to help them complete that process. Which, to be clear, doesn't mean that these uh, kinds of conversations take hours and hours. It just means can I make a, a little bit more room to ensure that I'm helping the people to whom I'm delivering this bad news or with whom I'm having this difficult conversation also have the opportunity to slow down and manage their own response. Thank you for so much for sharing this specific example. I think a lot of people can relate, whether it's delivering bad news or engaging in difficult conversations. And yeah, the impulse of wanting to get it over with, just because we feel this discomfort with the emotions that are coming up. And how just the ability to slow down, as you mentioned, the benefits around for yourself, but for others to, to really pay attention and connect with others is so helpful. As we... Um, wrap up, what is, I would love to ask, what is, what advice would you give your younger self? 
Mm. Uh, You're still young, Ed. Uh, I don't know about that, yes. I don't know about that. I don't feel young. (laughs) Well, certainly, I think the the headline would be trust yourself. I think I certainly was a lot, uh, I was less trusting of myself, less trusting, not to say that our intuition and instincts are always um, spot on, but I've certainly learned over the course of 15 years of coaching, how important intuition is and how my ability to access that intuition and make use of it, not just in a coaching conversation, but in my life more generally is quite useful. I'm reminded of a, uh, a, a colleague who you may know as well, Bonnie Wentworth, who has been a, was a tremendous influence on me at the beginning of my coaching career. And, and she taught me something really, really valuable. She said, you know, when you feel an intuitive sense that something's there, that you're probably right, something is there. But your intellectual interpretation of what it is may be wrong. So hold the intellectual interpretation very loosely, but trust that there's something there, that your intuition is telling you something. But question it. Be, be skeptical as to what it might actually be. And so I, I wish I'd learned that years earlier, but it has proven quite useful over the last 15 years as a coach. We are so trained to focus on the cognitive intellectual piece, right? Whether um, when you mentioned you know, earlier and, and you're incorporating kind of the somatic experience, the meditation, the exercise, all the physiology. And even here, really kind of holding kind of loosely the intellectual kind of data that's happening, but also trusting kind of the voice, the things that are coming, you know, inside and, and really balancing that, especially with high achievers who are kind of, again, trained to really think a certain rational way. I love that you're incorporating kind of a whole, uh, kind of a whole holistic approach and like data are coming from different senses as well. Yeah, you bet. It's, it's, I would say it's become an increasingly important part of my practice over the years. Great. Thank you so much for sharing. How can people find you if they want to learn more about you and your work? Oh, thank you for asking. I, I, am, I am reliably at edbatista.com, E-D-B-A-T-I-S-T-A. And I've been, actually been blogging regularly since 2004 and I still do it. It's still a practice. It's very near and dear to my heart. I'm also, I am on Twitter as uh, Ed Batista, but I actually mainly tweet about my dog. And that's also a space though, where I share new posts. So writing has been very important to me and both a a chance to kind of um, learn and refine my own thinking and, and a chance to really I mean, if I hear a client, uh, if I hear three different clients uh, raise the same issue, that tells me, oh, there's an article I got to write there. So that's been the work that I've been also very, very involved in for the last 15 years or so. Yeah. If you are not a subscriber of Ed's blog, I strongly encourage it. I'm uh, faithfully kind of read, read his blogs and he's really made an impact on him personally, but also professionally. So I'm always kind of eager to see what he writes. Um, so oh, highly that's recommend. That's very touching on his. Thank you. That's very nice. Also put in the show notes, more information about your website and where the people can find you as well. Thank you. That sounds great. Ed, it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you for your generous time to share again, being here. And yes, thank you very much. That was executive coach Ed Batista talking with Agnes Lee about mindfulness, exercise, sleep, and stress reduction, or the mess hack, for building capacity for emotional regulation so you can respond intentionally to emotions rather than just react to them. You can find Ed at his website, edbatista.com, and on Twitter. We'll put these links to Ed in the show notes. Thanks for joining us for this episode of EQ Hacks, the show for busy leaders who want to be emotional Jedi. 
For more ways to elevate your leadership, sign up for our email list at eqhacks.co and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast. And if you are enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review. See you next time.